Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, me, Stephanie Richardson, and Heather Smith. Hey, Heather. (laughs) Hi, Stephanie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. And, hmm, man, I'm not sure if I've been choosing that one today. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Is it story time? Yeah, not quite yet. <laughs> let's, let's introduce the topic for today, though, because I'm actually really excited about today's topic. I, I think it's going to be a good one. <laughs> and I'm going to have plenty by- to say about it. And sometimes what we mean by today is going to be a good show is I wonder what we're going to say because I need this show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So today's show topic is no such thing as going back. Um, And our description, because those are always fun, um, ready to put the power of now into action what if your past was completely irrelevant? I mean, really, for real. What if your past had no significance? What if your past had no meaning? What if your past had no importance? What if it was just what you choose? What can you choose today if your past had no relevance to what you're choosing now? Ah, yeah, that makes me like, feel let's better wake already. Up right now. Yeah, let's wake <laughs> up right now, total amnesia. Oh my God! Why am I wearing these ugly shoes? I wonder if I have any different shoes that I would like to actually be wearing. I'm, jo- yeah. I'm joking because I—I I mean, if I woke up right now with amnesia, I literally am sitting on my couch. I have the most bizarre outfit on right now. My pants are unbuttoned, <laughs> <laughs> and I have these like really great. Uh, I like to pretend they're shoes, but someone pointed out to me that they're slippers. Um, are you enjoying this? You trust me now, right? You trust me to like ask you questions, be a coach, and empower you now, right, with this vision of me. So they're these yellow velvet slippers, and they are so dirty. Like as I look at them, not knowing what they originally looked like. They look terrible. I mean, they literally look like I may have, if I woke up now, I'd be like, why did the person with this really nice house let a weird homeless person in? Like, I look like a weird homeless person right now, except for my face and hair are done. So it must be even more dis- dis- disarming. I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and be like, wow, does it look like it did when I just looked down at myself? <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I I love your um, <laughs> description of disjointedness. <laughs> your your face and hair not matching your outfit, <laughs> not matching well, your house, and a clean oh, presentation. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I, one of the things that I noticed when I looked down mm-hmm. at my shoes. And uh, I, I, I at first was like, why am I talking about shoes? But one of the things yeah. that I know is that you can walk, if you are functioning from the past, there's going to be all sorts of ways, by the way, that you may be functioning from the past that you wouldn't think of it that way. You would be like, I don't yeah. think that much about the past. Um, 
And then, you know, you do something like, okay, pretend you have amnesia and you just woke up to your life. Look around the room. See what clues you can find about yourself. And you look down and you're like, these look terrible. When I look and I go, (laughs) these look terrible, what I realize is that somewhere always in my head, I know what they look like new. Mm-hmm. So if I don't look at them right now, I still in my head see them as new. <laughs> I'm not taking yeah. new information. I'm like, oh, those are those yellow slippers. I know what they look like. They look like what I got them. <laughs> they look like when I got them new. And and we used to have, um, I used to train people at my dad's convenience stores, um, train employees. And one of the things that we mm-hmm. would do is we would actually have people photograph the store. And we would have ah. people photograph the store and look at the pictures because when they looked at the pictures, they saw things that when they looked with their eyes, because they know what it should look like and they're there all the time, they don't see mm-hmm. And so we were yeah. like, how do, what, what tool can we give them to actually see what's in front of them? And that's how strong the pull of the past is on us. If we clean yeah. something once, we think it's still clean. If we, you know, declutter something once, we think it's still decluttered. Unless you're actively looking at what's present in your life, in you, <laughs> your personal, in the way you carry yourself, in the way you run your business. You'll be blind to the things that have become habits. Yeah, and the the I guess the value of well, when you are looking at what is true now, what what actually is, rather than how it was originally, how you intended it to be, or how you wish it was, but it isn't. When you're actually present with what is. Then you have choice. It's like if you're and you're you have awareness about what your choice is creating. Because like you know your example of the shoes. If your only awareness is that the shoes are how they were when you first bought them, then you don't notice that the choice to wear those shoes now out at the at a meeting, you know, to meet a new client. <laughs> Oh my God, or something would really not create the impression that you would like to make. <laughs> you know? I need to send a picture of these, like post it on our Facebook page. Oh, totally. <laughs> do it, do it. People are going to be like, oh my God, who's the homeless shoes? Or why are they yeah. doing Right, but I mean, like you were saying, it's like we literally become blind. They're like, oh no, I love these shoes. They're so comfortable and they look great because. You know, we have the you have the image of what they used to be, and no presence with how they actually are now, and um, so it's just it, we create these blind spots that, you know, if we're wondering why certain areas of our life aren't working that well or aren't as great as we would like, it might be <laughs> right. because we have a few of these hidden things that are they're hidden in plain sight <laughs> they might be obvious to other people but we blinded ourselves to it because we're not looking at what actually is in front of us right now and choosing based on that instead we're choosing based on again how we would like it to be how we wish it was or how it used to be in the past that isn't how it is anymore <laughs> so um, <laughs> it <laughs> it just it, it really 
it starts to allow true change uh, to occur with much more ease, again, because you're dealing with what is. You're addressing what is, um, not how it was or how you'd like it to be. And it just it it surprises me all the time of how often a person is functioning as though what they're doing is how it was before or is how they would like it to be. Um, I mean, it's all over the place. <laughs> There's all sorts of ways it shows up. So I'm well, yeah, what kind of tools. Yeah. Add one thing yeah. about yourself that you don't want to see. The second you don't want to see something, that adds an, a whole an additional layer to all of that stuff too. So it was easy with the shoes because uh, one day you look yes, and somebody, those are disgusting. And you go, what? And you look down and go, oh my God, they are, which I am trying to figure out how I can post this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've already taken well, a picture. So, yeah. <laughs> so but there are, I haven't, are some yeah. just for exterior elements. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I have another example, and then we can maybe talk about, you know, what other tools for starting to – for no longer creating from the past. Um, so one of the other things that was more personal is, is for me, like I've recently, in the last uh, six months or so, I've lost about 45 pounds now, I think, something like that. And um, so – part like for years I was weighing a lot more than I'd really like to and I was at the same time not willing to truly be present with how I was being with my body you know how I was eating how I was moving or not eating or not moving like I I was kind of like, la, 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 I don't really weigh that much. <laughs> la, 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 okay, I'll get another size bigger pants. <laughs> la, 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 not really that bad. <laughs> um, and it, it isn't about it being good or bad. It was just I really was not willing to look in the mirror and be present with how I felt, how I looked, and just present with it, full stop, like, no judgment, it's not right, it's not wrong, it's not good, it's not bad. I was just completely like shutting it off, shutting it out, trying to ignore all of it. So when I finally like made the choice to change that and just get present with my body and myself and what I've been choosing, I'm like, huh, okay, you know, I'm, when I'm really present with myself, I'm not very happy with how I'm functioning with my body and how it looks really and it's not like horrible and it's like I probably would be a lot happier with myself if I would do something different <laughs> and change how I'm being with my body and allow myself to slim down and just that one shift of no longer ignoring what I've been choosing and becoming present with what is then I was really easily able to take new and different action. And I have to Wait, say, we, well, the new and different action was to stop ignoring what I'm doing, what I'm choosing, to actively be present with what I'm choosing. Like, okay, is this really what my body would like to eat? Is, am I actually hungry right now? <laughs> you know, would I like to drink more water instead? <laughs> like, you know, just really being present with 
how I'm eating, what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, and do it from a place of choice rather than automatic. Like that was a huge, huge shift. Actually Good. consciously, okay, I'm choosing this. And regardless of what it was, it wasn't about like it has to be only broccoli or something. I, you know, it was like just being aware of what I'm choosing and being present with it, with everything that I was doing with my body and every way that I was being with my body. Uh, just that, <laughs> that was pretty much the catalyst. And I have to say it, it, was, it made it the easiest weight loss and change with my body that I've ever had in my life. I mean, it was like easy breezy. <laughs> well, I want to point something out. So a lot of times we go, well, no, I don't, I don't work from the past. But then in that situation where we go, oh, well, I want to do something different. I've gained a bunch of weight. I would like to not have this weight on me anymore. Um, if you go, okay, I'm going to be present, that, that leads you back into asking questions of everything that you choose. It makes you more aware yeah. in every moment of the choices that you're making and that you do have a choice. That the cho- like, yeah. You do have choice. I just want to like say that a million times in a row. We could do it for the rest of the 30 yeah. minutes. You know, you do have choice. <laughs> yeah. You do have choice. You do have choice, but not if you think that the past is relevant. Why? Because then you'll make a decision like I'm going to lose weight and here's how I'm going to do it. The end. You're done. Yeah. And we've talked about that may or may it a not lot work. because it, and it also, yeah, exactly. And it also sets you up to always either be getting it wrong or getting it right. And if I know anything about this, which I do, um, when you start getting things wrong, do you feel more encouraged? Do you feel more like you can do it? Do you get excited about no. continuing? No. <laughs> you basically go, I already failed. Screw it. Right? Like that. Yeah. there yeah. is some element, even if you're really good at inspiring yourself. You know, then yeah. you're fighting, then you're fighting the dejection. So you get dejected and then you start fighting the dejection. Now, are you actually paying attention to creating your life and creating your body? No, you're just fighting dejection and trying not to feel yeah. dejected. So that's really different than the choice to go, okay, well, what am I getting right now? There is no way to fail. You basically either go, hey, body, eat this now. Yes, no, no, I'm going to eat anyway. That's not a failure that's a choice and you start to get the you start to get the sense of what it's like to be in choice and what your choice creates instead of I failed at a diet again it becomes I either made a choice that to honor my body or I made a choice to honor my craving (laughs) and sometimes (laughs) they overlap sometimes they don't (laughs) um yeah but but that's a really different way of pursuing something. One of them maintains this right, wrong, good, bad. I'm, you know, what happens if you get it wrong? Are you bad? <laughs> wow, Usually. So I started this diet. It, you know, now we're on the, in the training camp to never promise ourselves anything again. Well, what if you never had to? And what if this idea of promising yourself something is actually totally a lie based on the idea if you made the good, a good choice in the, or made a good decision in the past, then your future would be handled. Instead of choices are made by or you know, futures are created by the choice you make right now and only the choice yeah. that you make right now. 
and only the choice that you make right now and only the choice that you make right now. And that makes you really dynamic at receiving the information that's actually present right now that either will help you along your journey or is about to thwart you on your journey, and you'll be aware of it in a way that you don't have to wait for it to bite you. You know, if you look at if you're running along a path and you're like, there were no snakes out yesterday, there won't be any snakes out today. (laughs) Is that a smart way to function? (laughs) <laughs> if you go not aware if instead <laughs> yeah, you're looking at what do I need to be aware of right now you'll probably be aware of when there's a snake in the past <laughs> you don't have to get bitten to notice <laughs> yeah exactly well and that's so key I mean uh, you know we uh, when you take it out of the right and the wrong and the good and the bad and like promising yourself and you know deciding something God, there's so many opportunities for judgment and for the point of view of that you're winning or you're losing or you're succeeding or you're failing. And, you know, this practice of just being present with what you're choosing is just a whole different paradigm to function from. You know, it's a completely different reality to function from. And it really is that basis of, wow, I have choice right now. What would I like to choose? What am I going to choose? You know, what is this choice creating? And again, it's that space of question. And and the space of question is always opening the door to greater possibilities. Like every time you go into choice and question, you're opening the doors to greater possibility. And something that works better. It's like, you know, for me... It actually, you know, part of it was about losing weight and a lot of it was really about coming out of judgment of myself and the willingness, again, to be present with what is right now rather than, you know, wishing I was thinner (laughs) but not doing anything about it or, you know, judging myself for how much I weigh and, again, not doing anything about it. It's like, you know, judging and wishing are not very generative. <laughs> they don't really create a whole lot other than more of the same. <laughs> well, and how often are they more along the lines of, I wish I felt differently than this, instead of even like, yeah, I wish I'd take a different action. It's like, I wish I'd just felt yeah. differently about. Yeah. It's not even yeah. about the action usually. Um, no, not at all. Or, it's such a funny thing. Yeah. How many things in your life have you decided are impossible or so the way it is, like that was all in quotes, how many things in your life are just the way that they are or have you decided are just the way they are and so have not even chosen to take an action that would create something different? They're probably yeah, and what if, those are probably those like shoe yeah. examples, the ones that are absolutely yeah. invisible. I wonder <laughs> this week if you ask questions as you sort of walk around, like, okay, is there? Did I already decide if there's something that you hear yourself go, "Well, I wish this was different." Have you already decided that it can't change? Yeah. Have you already yeah. decided how, you're stuck? Have you already decided that it's yeah that there's nothing else possible? Have you already decided that? somebody else would have to intervene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and again, any decision that you make or a conclusion like that, just 
um, has that underlying point of view that you don't have choice, what if that is one of the biggest lies you've ever told yourself? And one of I was the biggest lies you've earlier. ever bought. I just want to introduce I, I, I don't yeah. want to derail you. I just wanted to add another yeah. word that I heard earlier today. Um, not yeah. just a choice, but or that it's a biggest, um, the biggest lie. What if it's the biggest fantasy? Mm, yeah. But if it's a <laughs> fantasy, you don't I, have choice. Yeah. That. What? I heard that this morning and I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. How many disaster yeah. fantasies do I have, you know? <laughs> Failure fantasies, disaster fantasies. Yes. I'm horrible, ugly, terrible, and messed up fantasies. Yes. I'm always wrong fantasies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Man, how much wait. energy are you using to hold those fantasies in place? You're a dark prince. You're a dark princess. All these dark fantasies <laughs> of yours. Oh, my goodness. We're so cute and so not bright sometimes. <laughs> Amazing what we do to ourselves. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, gosh, it's just, you know, what if you look at these places where you've been stuck and where you've been, you know, doing the same thing over and over and just didn't judge it? You know, what if you're not wrong for what you've been choosing up to this point? And what if you still can choose again and choose again and make a new choice today and make a new choice right now and make another choice in five minutes and choose again in 10 minutes and choose again in an hour and keep using the choice that you actually have because we have choice available every second of every day, every millisecond. What if absolutely everything is actually a choice? Man, I, that is so big. Yeah. What if every, I'm just going to repeat you. What if yeah. everything yeah. is a choice? I was thinking about this a little bit earlier today, and I was thinking about the different um, different scenarios. Like if you look back over your life and the different things that didn't feel like a choice, um, yeah. we, may have, I mean, we may have to visit, revisit feelings because that is, the word is just <laughs> feeling, feeling, feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's rampant, but um, but looking at the different parts of uh, of my life that seemed like I different didn't have a choice, which it's kind of hard to find those places now, just because I so get choice. But I was looking for yeah. examples um, when talking to a group of people, and and I was just looking at the things where we're like, well, how was that my choice? And and what I started to look at is where the time factor comes in. Um, mm-hmm. There was a, um, okay, I have a physical, I have an actual example of this. So today I was watching, <laughs> there have been, <laughs> there have been a number of um, shootings recently, cops shooting different people there. It's not based on race. It's not race stuff. It's basically cops being scared. Um, and not uh-huh. knowing how to handle someone who's mentally unstable as far as they've judged it, them to be. Okay, so cop sees a person acting right. un, unpredictably, possibly wielding a weapon, and how they react to that. So they shot a student on campus this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the video, 
And, the, you know, they give you 30 seconds up to it. And that 30 seconds, you know, he's not really aggressively pursuing them. He's sort of stumbling towards them kind of or just sort of un, un like he hadn't made the decision what he was going to do and, you know, was sort of wobbling a little bit with each step and was like, well, just shoot me. Uh-huh. And and so you're like, okay, so now here's where we're at. This last 30 seconds of this kid's life is wobbly, just shoot me, uh, totally unpredictable, and the cop didn't, you know, made the choice to shoot. And in that, you go, well, where was the, cho- what, what was the choice for both of them? Because they, they were in a standoff, you yeah. know? One of them's walking mm. towards the other one with the gun while they're going, stop, walk, like, stop. You just put down the, the knife. Like, just put down the knife. Just put yeah. down the knife. Just put, and neither yeah. one of them felt like they had choice. Okay. But here's the weird thing. That wasn't the choice point. I mean, there were choice points all along. Every 10 seconds, every nanosecond, you have a new choice. Yeah. But how many yeah. times in our lives have the, has the choice actually been way before what we thought the choice point was? Yeah. The moment yeah. You, walk, you went to go walk out the door and something felt wrong. Like, what if that was actually the choice point? Yeah. You know, there's all these different, there's all these different, times that we can choose and um i don't know why that felt well, so relevant <laughs> well now I, I mean I, now it seems like i derailed everything but no <laughs> no i think so it's really it's like i think about that with things like car accidents or like any like dramatic events like that where it's somebody dies or it's like near yeah. death or things like that it's like literally it's a million choices through the day that one second difference or two seconds yeah. different could create a completely different outcome, right? So it's the same yeah. thing. Like that's what the action, but it's also the actions and choices are, you know, they can be married. <laughs> so it's like the choice to, you know, go to, uh, uh, you know, drive a route that you don't normally drive or, you know, answer the phone or not answer the phone. It's like all these different things are an accumulation of choices that are creating what's showing up in our life. And um, it's it's so powerful. And we just, we're never taught to recognize it or acknowledge how much choice we truly have, you know, that really everything in our choice. It's a choice to get out of bed. It's a choice to eat breakfast or not. It's a choice to you know, walk to the bus rather than ride your bike. It's a choice to, you know, be angry at your spouse rather than, like, let it go for the moment. Or, you know, there's so many different things that uh, create our day and create our experience of our day and create the direction that we go, you know, turning right instead of turning left. Uh, turning all the way around, (laughs) whatever it is, it's like all of these things (laughs) added together, you know, are, are what our life is. It's how it's showing up. And yeah. Yeah. I think you brought up something really amazing. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, you just didn't want to lose some, no, you had said like when you were saying the choice to either be angry with your spouse or to let it go momentarily or let it go, let it go. 
Um, we yeah. are talking about no such thing as going back. What if there was no past? Like, would you ever be angry with someone if there was no past? But, yeah. But those choices, yeah. those are actually some of the really big choices when we go, well, how am I going to behave here? And I think that those are a lot of the places where we don't think that we have choice. Well, I was angry, so yeah. I lashed out. And those are actually really amazing places where we've got choice where they where it may seem like we don't have choice and and we can choose that now and choose it in the moment um it takes both you know like i have recently decided no matter what to put my barriers down and receive everything and also to choose happy and those Mm. two choices um (laughs) have have changed everything that i perceive yeah. And that means that my choices are different. Yeah. <laughs> my choices are yeah. different because what I can perceive as a possibility is different. So I thought that was amazing yeah. to bring up to bring up that. So it's it is a series of actions, but it's also those those I don't know, whatever it seems like the emotional mental choices, the behavioral choices as well as just action choices. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and there's so many, um, again, I think I just, you know, want to invite everyone to play with it and explore this and consider anything that you have believed up to this moment you don't have choice about, like if it's, you don't have choice about how you feel, you don't have choice about what you think, you don't have choice about your emotions. What if you just played with it this week of asking yourself, well, if I did have choice here, what choice would I have? Just play with that. If the, I, love if we mix, I love if we mix yeah. that with one other question. If the past yeah. wasn't relevant now, what other choices do yeah. I have that I didn't have before? So, yeah. so those two together, like what, are, what is the choice here? But also if the past actually didn't, if the past didn't exist or the past wasn't relevant. And then add the, what what choice do I actually have here? I love it. Uh, I love it. Wow. Oof. I'm like, <laughs> that <is> powerful. <laughs> really powerful. <laughs> I, it still surprises me. I mean, I've been practicing this of increasing my willingness to choose and be aware of having choice and applying choice where I didn't before. And, you know, this is probably 20 years of this and it still surprises me and excites me and has been so empowering. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Well, and it's fun to, it's fun to watch Like it's fun to be friends with you and see what choices you're making now and seeing what you become aware of. And (laughs) these very, very simple tools to go, Hey, what if I had a choice here? that it seems yeah. so simple that you almost want to throw it away as not being valuable because it's almost yeah. too simple to even consider. And then when yeah. you begin to apply it, what happens is there are entirely different. It, it literally is like they say that, you know, there are universes next to universes, next to universes, and all possibilities are available. These are, yeah these are the questions and the tools that make those universes that are either nearby universes or ones that are, you know, a million light years from what you've chosen previously available to you. 
You actually have other realities available to you. And just by asking these kinds of questions, you will become aware of choices that you never had before. Mm, So beautiful. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, it is so funny because I can get a sense of people being like daunted by this. Like, oh my God, I have that much choice. I'm not sure I'd like to know I have that much choice. (laughs) You know, what if, what if you just, again, just play with it, you know, play with it with one thing that would be fun for you to play with um, that maybe is not too intimidating, (laughs) you know, something like, wow, I am choosing to have coffee. Is that really what I'd like to choose? (laughs) You know, it it doesn't mean I didn't know how I profound. Well, if I didn't yes. know how I drank my coffee, if I didn't know what coffee tasted like, would I actually, well, I wonder what it tastes like black. I wonder what it tastes like with just milk. I wonder what it tastes like with just sugar. Yeah. I wonder what it takes, like, tastes like with cream and sugar. Do I actually prefer it the way I've thought that I prefer it? Have I even tried anything else in 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let it be an adventure of exploration and, the joy of discovering that you have choice and that you always have choice and the joy of discovering what else you could choose that you maybe never considered or never allowed yourself to choose before. Hmm. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, as always, um, we have enjoyed being with you for this episode and we would love if you would send us your questions, um, send us show topics if that so appeals to you, if you have something that you're like, oh, my gosh, all right, I want to throw this out there. Can we talk about this? Um, and um, so you can find us at The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong on Facebook. You can also find us at thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com, which will take you to Blog Talk Radio. And new as of this week, we are also on Stitcher Radio. We are also on Oh, two other platforms that we've never been on before. Blur. Oh, we'll have to look them up for next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're on, I can't we're on like five different. Yeah, we're on like five different platforms now. So um, torture your friends with us. Pass us on. <laughs> yep, and you can find all those um, locations. We'll post it on Facebook. So look for us, uh, the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong on Facebook. And yeah, you, you can, can find, find if you see dirty there. yellow shoes, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless you're looking in the future. If you're in the future, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, too funny. <laughs> so we'll see you next we week. Three. Oh, go ahead. I was you just take us out. Say the same thing. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> As always, it's been a pleasure being here with you today, and uh, we look forward to next week with the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong, and happy noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, until next time, have a great week. Bye. See you soon.